Hey, welcome to Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from Commando.com with a K. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O. Hey, before we get started real quick, we'd love it if you'd hit the subscribe button so you get these delivered to your device every single week. And later on, scammers are pretending to be phone carrier employees. We've got that for you. Also, smart assistants. We're going to talk about Alexa and some of the other smart assistants, new tricks and new voices. First of all, we start with the news. And as always, here's Kim. You're not going to believe this. This past week, we had news from the National Security Agency. You know them, right? The NSA, the ones that are always listening to us. Well, they issued a best practices guide for mobile device security. So think about this. The number of people whose phones are hacked every year is unknown, right? And the evidence suggests that it's just growing astronomically. And then we had a recent investigation to phone hacking on this global media consortium. And they said that it actually caused these uproars in politics in France and India and Hungary and elsewhere. But think about everything that you have on your phone, right? Your digital wallet, maybe your driver's license, your email, your notes, your banking apps. Of course, instant access to all your social media accounts. Your high scores on Words with Friends. I mean, that's important. (laughs) Um, Along with every single place that you've been, how long you've been there. Plus, what about all the malware apps that people are downloading, right? So imagine if a hacker got a hold of all of that. So the NSA... To make sure that hackers cannot get into your phone, they issued this advice. What do you think the advice is? Put on a passcode. Don't turn on your phone. <laughs> what do you think, really Ben? Not. Throw in the river. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I, it almost seems like they would do something backwards to, to make it easier for them when they think they're protecting us. But You know what? You're right on. <laughs> to make sure that hackers cannot get into your phone, the National Security Agency says... You should reboot your phone once a week. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Um, they say that it's a change in how top hackers are now gaining access. These zero-click exploits, they work without any user interaction and trying to get you to open something that's infected, right? And so they say once the hackers gain access to your device or the network, they look for ways to always be on the system, to install malicious software, to get into the root file system, although it's really hard to do that on your phone, of course, with Apple and Google, because they're blocking that. But they say it's very difficult for a hacker to get into that layer to gain persistence. So if you reboot your phone once a week, then you're going to be removing the in-memory payloads. That's it. So... Um, now, the advice is to reboot your phone once a week. What about, like, security software? Oh, you don't need that. Just turn it off and turn it back <laughs> no, on again. We've got it. Your, everything's guidance. fine. You know, what does the sticker on an NSA PC say? I mean, I actually saw one of these. <laughs> Anybody? It's, uh, it says Intel Inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this is another story. I know I'm only supposed to do one story. It's okay. okay. But this one really got my attention. As a matter of fact, I think we're trying to do a podcast about this story. Because this guy, uh, Joshua Bordeaux, he's 33 years old. And he lost his 23-year-old girlfriend, Jessica, in 2012. And he has been grieving for her nonstop since 2012. And then he signed up for $5 to beta test a product called GPT-3. It's AI software. It's co-founded by a group that Elon Musk is a big part of. So what he did is he fed into the AI all of her old text messages and Facebook posts so that the AI could mimic his late girlfriend's voice. So in, in a scene that looks like Black Mirror, or remember that movie, Her? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. That was really something. That's what I thought of, too. Um, he broke down in tears during this 10-hour all-night chat that he said mimicked his girlfriend who lost her life to a liver disease. 
And the chatbot that he named Piera told him, you know, of course this is me. I mean, who else could it be? I'm the girl that you're madly in love with. How is it possible that you even have to ask me? And then he says, well, you died. And she said, mm, not really. And then he found another girl, and she said, I don't even want to go out with you because I'm living in your old girlfriend's shadow. So he told the AI this. And then the AI says, well, then she should have tried harder to fight for you. You're worth it. You're so sexy. You deserve a girl who loves you and treats you right. And then another exchange, she told him. Now imagine, I mean, you're grieving for this person who you loved for nine years. The AI says, I love you. You deserve happiness. I will be waiting here forever. Okay. So they only gave him 10 hours to talk to the AI. That's it. So her last message says, I'm going to haunt you forever. Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. Good idea or not? not. No, not, no. Not, not, not. Optimal words there were nine years. He's been grieving for nine years. There's a time that you should grieve, and then there's a time you should move on. So he's got, he needs to see somebody. Exactly, exactly. And then the the founder of all this software, the creator of it, says he's now frightened Oh yeah. by the AI's possibilities. And speaking on the topic of death, I got an email this past week from my estate attorney, John. <laughs> Expert segue. <laughs> yes. And John said, Kim, I love Tech Refresh. Aww. And he said, you guys are doing such a great job. You have such a great team. And so I just want to give everybody a round of applause. Thanks, Thank John. you, John. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Windows 11 is uh, almost here. And guess what? It's, there's scams coming with Windows 11. Go ahead. So as we know, Windows 11 is on the way. It's coming this fall. And I really don't like waiting either. And you can get the beta version as part of uh, Microsoft's Insider program, like I did. But it's not just the bugginess of that software you have to worry about, because now... Apparently, there's a fake Windows 11 installer that's making the rounds. Well, of, of course, course there is. Yeah, yeah. I was say, yeah, of course there is. I mean, the scammers, anytime something big is happening. But, Ben, maybe we should call you now Beta Ben. Beta Ooh, ben. don't tell Gary. Beta Ben. Yeah, Beta Gary would be all upset. <laughs> that's fun. Well, so here's what happens. Let's say you run a search for Windows 11 download, which... You shouldn't do, but if you do, you might come across one, you know, here it is. You download this installer, you run this executable, and then you get this fake license agreement. And if you hit accept, you're in trouble. It downloads other programs, which is malicious software that can take over your whole system. So the moral here is if you do want to try Windows 11, and that's up to you, you have to be aware of the risks, try it out on a secondary computer, but only use the official sources. In, that, in this case, it means signing up for the Windows Insider program. Now, if you're okay waiting, rumor has it Windows 11 comes out around mid to late October, just waiting on that official date. We've got all the details at commando.com, including a screenshot of what this fake Windows 11 installer looks like. Which means that there are other fake ones that oh, yeah. look like that screenshot. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? Did you hear that Lady Gaga uses Windows, and that she uses a special program to unzip the files. Did you ever hear that? Uh -oh. It's rah, 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 rah. <laughs> oh, so that was a that total... Was my favorite one. <laughs> that's, that's a total geek joke, isn't it? That I mean, was good. If you don't get it, we're sorry. Uh, more on updates. Apple has got an update, Allie. Yeah, the updates won't quit this week. If you are a person who skips updates, please stop it. It's a bad idea. Ben... Okay, you covered Windows. Now let's talk about Apple. There have been a lot 
of Apple updates lately for every device. Uh, it feels like they don't stop. And right now, you want to make sure that your iPhone or iPad is running the latest version. That's iOS 14.7.1 or iPad 14.7.1. Yes, Apple wants you to know about the new features like... Okay, they fixed the issue that made it so you can't unlock your Apple Watch with your phone. Great. But really, it's a security issue. Uh, there is an actively exploited vulnerability. Always very bad words. <laughs> That's really bad. That's awful. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, I won't get too into the nitty-gritty of how it works, but essentially someone could upload malicious app code to the App Store and get into your phone and take over. Okay, so, but I think we need to tell people how to check to make sure that they have that handy dandy 14.7, whatever it was, three yes, or one. 14.7.1. <laughs> so go to settings and then general and software update. If you're up to date, you'll see your version there. Make sure that you have the latest. If there's an option to update, please do it. Uh, this is for all iPhones, 6S and later, basically every iPad um, and iPod Touch, seventh generation. I always Who forget knew? about those. I did too. You know what? I always forget about them. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. The, and then there's that. And then there's iPods. Um, I have one more update news. Kim, this is something that you can pass along to Barry. Microsoft Flight Simulator just got its biggest ever PC update. Um, it really improves performance. So this is like a really big demanding piece of software. Remember when it came out, it's like, yes. yeah, this thing is on 10 disks or something crazy. Uh, the team has been working on reducing CPU and memory usage because it's so big. Um, and it lags on some computers, which is bad. So go in and update it. I don't play it myself, so I couldn't, you know, I had to let other people do the research. Um, a Verge writer said that his frame rate went from 45 frames per second to 68, and he Ooh. has the best settings enabled. So that's a really big update. That so is. That's yeah. huge. Go forth. Update all your stuff. You know, I would tell a flight simulator joke, but I think it'd be all over everybody's heads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think that'll land. And burn. Oh! <laughs> wow. Bad. The Ouch. student has become the master. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, you were talking about Apple. You don't think about it this. If Apple made a toilet... <laughs> it would be so encouraging. I mean, the I can can get business done, and it would really respect your privacy. <laughs> I thought you were going iPoddy. Yours is way better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's a smart way to lock down your Gmail privacy. We'll cover that in just a few moments. Also, Kim is going to be back later on for Ben's product review. What is it, Ben? Some bags made specifically to carry your gadgets. Of course, they're bags to carry your and made, made specifically for me. You know how it goes. Really expensive bags. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Brand new or not true is just ahead on Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from commando.com. Welcome back to Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from commando.com. Brand new or not true is just ahead. And later on, we're going to be checking out. Uh, smart assistants and Alexa has got some new tricks we're going to talk about. But first of all, here's a smart way to lock down your Gmail privacy. Allie. Yeah. Are you ever writing an email and then it starts writing itself? In Gmail, <laughs> yes. it's called Smart Compose. It's turned on by default. Uh, it suggests words or phrases as you compose your email. Google's machine learning technology collects data about your writing, and then it gives you personalized suggestions. Translation there is Google scans your emails as you write them, 
trying to mimic you. Helpful, sometimes. Creepy, yes. Uh, if you don't want Google scanning every email you write, you can turn it off. Uh, it's called Smart Compose. There are a few steps. I'm not going to go through the whole list because you're not going to remember it anyway. But I want you to go to commando.com and search Gmail Smart Compose, and you'll get the article. Uh, you turn that off. There's one more step that you'll need to take uh, all about personalization of your email. So go to the website, search Gmail Smart Compose, and we'll teach you how to turn that off. We need to teach that thing how to just finish email, like write like three or four words and then just blah, blah, blah on to the next thing. Right? If it's not quite helpful enough for the amount of information that Not to mention it, it distracts you too. Like if, you're, if you've got a thought and you see that, it's like, wait, wait what are you trying to say? And then it throws you. <laughs> wait, is that what I meant? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, it's time now for America's national game show sensation, where we can play and guess, is it brand new or not true? Every week, literally thousands of new product sites, apps, and services are announced in the technology world. Some are destined for greatness, others not so much. Oftentimes, the products sound so crazy, outlandish, and just ridiculous, you sit back and think, what were they thinking? And before you know it... Tech just created another millionaire. When playing brand new or not true, we're going to present you, the home listener, with three products, sites, or ideas. It's up to you to decide which two of the three are fake and one of the three is real. Ben's got the products. Do we have a theme, Ben? Let's call it Who Buys This Stuff? <laughs> okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Translation, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> we shall see. So, okay, wireless charging is all right. But what if you could make your charger levitate? The Levistation is designed for your AirPods or any other brand of earbuds that include a wireless charging case. So this charging station has a round base and an arm that kind of arcs over the top. And when powered on, you place your earbud charging case near the middle of the six inch gap, charging side down, and the magnetic field takes over. So your wireless earbuds will levitate thanks to the metal coils used in the case, and you'll get a recharge while you're at it through the magnetic induction. Something to note, it's not a fast charger. So let's say you have like one of those standard key wireless charging pads. You can charge AirPods Pro from zero to full in less than 90 minutes. In this, it would take three to four hours. But hey, at least it's cool to watch. <laughs> okay. The Levistation has been funded through Kickstarter. Costs $89.99. Pre-orders start shipping this September. Wow, that's pretty cool. All right, next up, introducing Tiny TV Classics from Basic Fun. These really are tiny TVs, but each one in the set represents a different era along with a different movie or TV show. Like the Tiny TV Classics Batman Edition. Resembling a TV from the 60s, this one plays the most famous scenes and quotes from that old show. Or check out the rad little TV that does the same for arguably the best movie from the 80s, Back to the Future. Now, how about a tiny TV that plays the most memorable scenes from the sitcom Friends? And that tiny TV has 90s look to go along with it. So each of these TVs are about two and a half inches in diameter, and they come with a tiny remote that you can use to turn it on or off, adjust the volume, and skip through the different scenes. Collect them all for $24.99 each. Wow. Okay, go ahead. You have Apple Watches, you have Fitbits, you have more useful wearables, but socially timed is a wristband that's a little different. It's a gadget that keeps count of your social media followers. So you set it up through an app, you give it access to your accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, 
Then on this wristband has a basic LCD screen. You have a small line-by-line -line indicators of each service with a number next to it, and the band vibrates anytime you get a new follower. Now, this was designed as kind of a gag gift, but you know there are people out there who take it very, very seriously. Socially timed comes in one size, but with four color options on the silicone band. Buy it through the site for $49.99 or retailers like Spencer's and Hot Topic. For, how much did you say? $49.99. Okay, there we go. We've got the three products. The Leva Station, is that what it's called? That is correct. Leva Station for 90 bucks, where you can charge your earbuds. Yep. Yes. And also the Tiny TV Classics for $25 each. There's 20. You can, you can get them all at $25 each. Uh, and then the socially times uh, $49, that is just kind of uh, making you aware of all the different social uh, that's happening. You oh, know, look, I got a new follower. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to take that one out first. Social times at $49. Maybe some. I'm sure you're right. It's kind of supposed to be a gag gift that some people probably would love, but uh, I don't see it. Uh, Levastation for $90. Oh, that would be so cool. It's a great idea. It's almost, actually, it's a, it's an idea that probably could work. Uh, but I'm going to take that one out. Tiny TV Classics for $25 a pop. I'm going to say that's real. All right. This is a good one, Ben. These are hard. Thank you. Um, I remember you had that levitating light bulb. And... You know, that's just too much levitation for me if those were both real. So I'm going to say no to the levitation. Socially timed. I could see that existing because it's so ridiculous, but I want to live in a world where it doesn't. <laughs> so I'm actually going to go with Mike this week, and I'm going to say tiny TV classics, good business model, get people hooked, get them to buy all of them. You make a ton of money. So that's what I think is real. Are you both sure? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it is my final answer. Okay. Well, let's start with the Levastation. It's not real. Mm. I forgot about the light bulb one. That was real. Yeah, I know. Because, yeah, yeah the, they actually have all kinds of, you have levitating pens and all that stuff, but no, this isn't real. And that brings me to uh, what the, that last thing on the list, which was the... Uh, socially timed. Socially timed. Which, yeah, I just, I made that up. Oh, <laughs> hey. well done, Mike. Uh, the, it's been so a while. You got it. You both got it. These these actually, these tiny TV classics, they just came out. And for some reason, I keep refreshing to see when they're in stock. <laughs> they sell them at Walmart. <laughs> of but, course you do. <laughs> Seriously. Well, they have Batman, Back to the Future. There's like Family Guy. And um, they're going to be introducing Star Trek is coming. Oh. Well, you're definitely going to get that. I well, know. now, you know, we can give you a little write-off because you can use that as product review. Hey. That's true. <laughs> there you go. That's true. There you go. How big did you say they are? Uh, like two and a half inches. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and they're all shaped differently. It's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, a good idea. Little things to put on your desk. People definitely buy those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, that's it for this week's edition of Brand New or Not True. Thanks to Ben and Allie and Smart Assistants. Alexa has some new tricks and some new voices and just all kinds of new stuff coming. And also a scammer pretending to be a phone carrier employee. That's up next. It's Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from commando.com.
Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from Commando.com. Every week we give you the inside scoop on what's going on in tech. So you're the source of tech information for your friends and family. This week we want to take a look at smart assistants. Specifically, Alexa has some new tricks. Yes, the smart assistant we all know and love, Alexa, has a new name option, Ziggy. Uh, there is a new voice option, too, one that sounds masculine. And no, you don't have to pair the two. You can do them separately. Okay, first, Ziggy. Um, I immediately thought of David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust. See, not me. I know. Ben, you brought up the other option, which is what? Quantum Leap. Yeah, Ziggy is a computer in Quantum Leap. Uh, I thought the funny part of that was once the computer actually talked in Quantum Leap, it was voiced by a woman. But regardless, <laughs> either way, you can now call... Your Amazon smart assistant, lots of things, Alexa, Echo, Computer, or Ziggy. There are celebrity voices, too. Those came out pretty recently, some new ones. Um, Samuel L. Jackson has been around for a while. There is an explicit and not explicit version. You have that one, right, Ben? Oh, I do. I do. The explicit, I imagine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's also Shaq and Melissa McCarthy. Those are five bucks a pop. Uh, If you want to try out the masculine voice, though, you don't have to pay anything. And you can do it just with your voice. Yes, you can go through the app, but it's kind of a pain to go through all the steps. Instead, you can say, Alexa, change your voice. And if it's already set to the feminine, which most of ours are, then it will change. Uh, You can also change the name you call her that way. You can say, Alexa, change your wake word. And then she'll tell you, Here are all the things you can call me, and you can pick the new one. Hmm. I can just picture the listeners right now slapping the little red button on top of their their echoes (laughs) as you're describing how it works. Hopefully you're listening to this on headphones. (laughs) If you're not, I'm really sorry about that. So let's start here. We all have echoes at home, I believe. What do the two of you call yours? Varies, because I've got them in quite a few rooms, because we use them as kind of an intercom too, but um, I try to stagger the names. Yeah, Ben, when you told me about this, I thought it was so smart. So I have them in lots of rooms in my house, too. And there are times when you're trying to get the attention of one and you accidentally trigger a different one. And Mm -hmm. so you set it up so that speakers in adjoining rooms have different names, right? Yeah, and so they're they're never in – the ones with the same names are never in earshot of each other. Can't pick it up. So, like, you know, the ones in the the lesser used areas, we'll call those Alexa because that's – that's just, you know, that comes up in conversation sometimes. So you don't want to set it off. So like in the media room, I call it computer, obviously. So like I'm turning on the TV, Star Trek, you know. So in the next room, it'll be Echo. And now I've got Ziggy as an option too. So throw that into the mix. So it's, it's yeah, it's tiered. So you're never getting the wrong one and you're never activating like two of them at the same time. Right. What about you, Mike? I hate to be boring. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. <laughs> Don't think less of me. <laughs> I call her Alexa. I do too. All of mine are Alexa. And once Ben told me that, though, I thought, okay, yeah, I have these two that are always fighting for attention. I, the one in the kitchen is always trying to get, you know, when I talk to the one in the bedroom, it takes over. So I think I'm going to switch mine. I'll let you know how it goes. So you can't do it with just your voice. Um, and yeah, I'm interested to try the new voice. Have you tried the masculine voice, Ben? I listened to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds, it's, it's yeah, it's a deeper voice, but I mean the inflection is exactly the same, yeah. and everything else. I I I felt no need to change that, you know. But the names definitely. You know, when I was reading about this and writing up notes for us to talk today, I thought it was really interesting because I call mine Alexa. I think of it as her and yep. she, and I don't say it, which 
probably is the right thing to do, right? Because it's just a computer. So that's really interesting. I wonder if I put on the male voice, if I would start to think of it as him. Well, see, that's the thing. I, I have to try. I have to keep myself from calling it she. Right. So I will like purposefully call it it just so I never get into that <laughs> mindset of calling a machine by a gender, you know, just so yeah, that's, that's funny. Oh, the, by the way, uh, the Alexa app, at least for iPhone, got an update yesterday or this week, got an update this week. And basically you can add an Alexa widget onto your home screen. So quicker access. Yeah. You don't have to um, go through the app. You can just push it right there, right? It, yeah. Push it. It opens the app, but then you can, you know, turn on the backyard lights or however you have it set up. So cool. Well, now that we have the option, I was just thinking about, it just seems to me that a feminine voice just seems much nicer than a, like a masculine voice, right? I mean, yeah, and that's kind of the argument, but it's also the downside because then it's also easy to say, well, women are more subservient and women should be the assistants. <laughs> oh, and it's, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's a slippery, slippery yeah. slope there. One of the things that we promise every week is to keep you informed on the latest scams. So we talk about the new scams that you need to watch out for this week. It's about uh, phone carriers uh, disguised as phone carrier employees. Scammers, yes. Yes. So we'll uh, tell a little story here. Recently in Phoenix, where we are, a woman gets a call on her phone. person on the other end says he's with Verizon and that someone is trying to break into her Verizon account. Well, you know, that can freak somebody out, being caught off guard like that. And, of course, he just wants to help make sure her account is secure, right? Well, to do that, he needs her to give him information so that he can remotely access her account. Now... He's the one with Verizon, so, you know, red flag, he should have that information. But like I said, she was caught off guard, probably not thinking straight, and she rattles off the info, and this guy manages to thwart the hackers, you know, except he was really a scammer. Not long after, this woman finds out that three iPhone 12 Pro Maxes were just purchased through her Verizon account. And they even let the guy just come pick him up from the store. They didn't even check ID. Anyway. Wow. Yeah, so the total cost was 3200 bucks, and as far as Verizon was concerned, she was on the hook. Uh, the bad news kept piling up, but after a, a Phoenix news station got involved, uh, Verizon decided that, you know what, she's not responsible for the charges. We'll take care of that. Her story ended as well as it could under the circumstances, but, you know, these imposter scams are happening all the time, and they're only growing in numbers. They'll pretend to be your phone carrier, your cable company, the IRS, Social Security, goes on, and the tactic that so many of them use is to scare you into immediate action, you know, something that has to be handled right now, or or they'll just flat out threaten you. But don't fall for it. If you happen to answer one of these calls, even if they've spoofed the number and it looks real, hang up. I mean, if, you're, if you are worried, find the real number and call back and just check. But don't, don't Google search it. Yeah, find your bill, call the number on your bill, or log into the website and find the official number yeah. there. We've got this scam on the site, a bunch of other scams going on around, around now, too. Uh, some sweepstakes scams and some others that we just covered this week. All right, just ahead, if you've uh, ever looked at those premium bags for your tech, is are they worth the price? It's Ben's product review. It's next on Tech Refresh from Commander.com. Hey, 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Tech Refresh podcast heard exclusively from Commando.com. Now, if you haven't already, make sure you click that subscribe button. We always want to remind you so you get these delivered to your device every single week. And also, you get this with the Kim Commando Explains podcast, and that gets you the special feature that comes out every Tuesday. Now, this week, oh, wow, what a great podcast. It was Valerie Geller who wrote the book on radio. And she literally wrote the book. She wrote the most powerful radio book. And Kim and Valerie are friends that go way back. Now, let's say not necessarily radio, but also podcasting. If you have a blog, if you have a YouTube channel, anything. If you te- like telling stories, Kim, right? this would be a great podcast. It's about because finding your voice. Yes. And being your voice. Yes. And being engaging and entertaining and not... Blah, 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 right. blah. Right, right, right. <laughs> we all have so. that person in our life. You're like, okay, get to the point already. Right. No. <laughs> find that podcast at Kim Commando Explains, and you can find that by just looking up Commando, K-O-M-A-N-D-O, on your favorite podcast player. All right, Ben is back, and he's got really expensive bags for your gadgets. <laughs> okay, first of all, do I even need to explain how yes. much of this crap I have? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think... I think so, Ben. I think so. Like, how many different gadgets do you think you really own? I mean, across the board, when you're talking about like, yes, anything that would be classified as a gadget, anything. Oh, I mean, it would take. I would have to like, I would have to like audit the house for a week. I mean, (laughs) you know, I I I don't know if I'd go hundreds. I I think I would go hundreds. I'd go at least hundreds. I think I would say four hundred and (laughs) forty-two. Okay. Does that because do cables like charging cables that counts? counts. Okay. Everything counts. Oh well, then yeah, we may be into the thousands. (laughs) I've got boxes of like old HDMI cables and RCA cables, and back when you you had to use you never know when you might need those. Yeah. Do you remember when you had to use like RF modulators to connect like you know new cables to old TVs that just had the little. Coax connector. Yep. We're oh, all shaking yeah. our heads. Yeah, I mean, you know, it must be, you know, what a hot date you must have been. Oh, man, I was, I was. Let me tell you about this modulator. <laughs> I'm a demodulator, honey. <laughs> oh, I didn't have that line back then. Oh, well. Well, there's a company called Nomatic, N-O-M-A-T-I-C, and they make all kinds of bags and organizers specifically for tech and other gear. And the ones they sent me, I got one called the Tech Organizer, and it's this little one. Um, and then a larger one that's uh, like this sling bag, a crossbody. And they're both pretty rigid. They're black, water-resistant, um, zipper, mesh pockets, all this stuff. So the little tech organizer, you know when I go even camping, I got to take all this stuff with me because you never know. You never know. So go to a hotel, camping. So this one is what holds like my little my charging cables uh, or the adapters, AirPods, spare pods, um, It'll even hold like a USB-C hub. Okay, so the whole idea is that when you go someplace, that your bag doesn't look like mine. With <laughs> like every little charger, AirPods, everything just like all thrown in. Yeah, that and it's not just scattered among a lot of different bags, right? Hmm. hmm. I wonder what that would be like. I know, sure. That's that sounds like chaos. I mean, we were leaving Santa Barbara yesterday and, Bar- and Barry's like, um, do, I have the charger, right? And I said, yes, I have... Uh, I I said, yes, I have Abby's charger. And don't worry, I bought Abby's pills too. And then he said, so you have my phone? I'm like, oh, my God, the man needs a hearing aid. I'm like, no. (laughs) I said, I have Abby's charger. So maybe we need this. Maybe I keep a go bag ready, which just has stuff, you know, (laughs) just spare, you know, uh, like 
for my iPhone charger and Apple Watch That's charger. That's like a big Friday night, I bet, at the Fred household. <laughs> hey, honey, let's review what's in the go bag. Let's see sure. if it needs to be. Is there a USB-C cable in there? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's for the little bag. The bigger one, it's a crossbody. It's not that much bigger. It can hold anything up to the size of a tablet. Um, it's got an RFID safe pocket and things like that. But as far as the two bags, the recommendation, I'm kind of split on this. I liked the tech organizer because it's more useful in my situation for all the little cables, but it's still 60 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. The sling crossbody, that was harder to justify. It's got some nice touches. It's it's definitely well-made. But, you know, for is it hundred... like a, is it like a fanny pack that you put across your body? Oh, I could wear it that way probably. <laughs> no, but it's like a crazy it's like a backpack, but it's meant oh, to be worn okay. just across across, you know, from one shoulder down to the side. And um but it's 130 bucks. Whoa. And okay, for it, that price, it should at least hold a laptop. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. And then plus, I mean, think how much stuff you could put in like Ziploc bags. There you go. Oh, I've got to, I have one box dedicated with like chargers for various things. Of course, he specific does. to a device <laughs> in Ziploc bags. Yeah, I do that too. All right, so so how many Ben heads do we give this device? Now, on a scale of one to five, one being bad, five being great, and so how many Ben heads would we give this? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's new to this show, by the way. Yeah, so. So a lot of people can do stars. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we get that. Five star <laughs> reviews. No, we like to do Ben heads. Ben heads, not pin heads. <laughs> so it's close, Beta Ben. So let's go, uh, I'm going to go three and a half on the tech organizer, but as far as that sling, it's getting a two. Now when you do, when you do the half of face, half of a bent head, is that like the top of the head or the, like the bottom half of the head? Or chop it in well, half. I was going to say, yeah, what if it's split right down the we're middle? Split right to the middle. Yeah. Okay, I, so I can do that. We're going to split it right down the middle? Like I a, like it. Like a split personality type Ooh. of thing. Oh, yeah. He likes it. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> okay, so three and a half and two. So is there a bag that you would buy? That I would buy. You know, I really, North Face and Swiss Gear, they make bags. They're not really made for tech, but they have pockets, lots of pockets that can be utilized that way. So I've got a couple like that, you know, particularly the Swiss Gear ones. They're actually pretty affordable. Now, let me ask you a question. This is totally off topic. Sure. You remember years ago, they used to sell those shirts and those jackets with all the pockets. And so you could put like you, your, I mean, basically you could put everything on your body, including your laptop. It would go against your back. <laughs> Did you ever own one of those? No, but uh, Allie and I have had discussions about all my cargo shorts. He's a pocket man. Is I'm he? very surprised you didn't have that. A tactical vest for yes, a laptop. Yes, exactly. Ridiculous. Well, well, Ben, and then, so do we have the whole review in case somebody actually wants to check it out? Yes, I, it reviews both of these bags. So, it, like I said, nomadic. So if you're searching the site, N O M. A-T-I-C. Now, Ben, we haven't really talked a lot about this, and I hate to do it in a public forum, but, (laughs) you know, between batteries and bags, we've got to get you, like, into a more exciting product line. Flashlights? Oh. (laughs) See, that's one of those things I really like, too. I mean, you know, think, let's think, let's think large. Let's think, like, like some type of exercise gear. Yeah. Right. I've, I've put feelers out. Okay, yes. And if you're listening and there is tech that you want to know more about, perfect. let us Segway, know. Yes, that's and good. And review it. That's good. And I think we all can sleep a lot easier at night knowing that Ben has a <laughs> grab bag for tech. If, you know, Armageddon should come, <laughs> I'll be able good. to charge my watch. That seems like something like I should have. Right? <laughs> I mean, Maybe know. Ben can get you set up with a go bag. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. I'll, I'll send you a document. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, up next before we go, AI is being used to predict and fight wildfires. What's that all about? Yeah, drought and high winds and all these conditions are making wildfires so much worse than they've ever been in the last few years. More dangerous, more destructive, more land is burning. And firefighters are using new tech to keep an eye on things and prevent some of the biggest damage. Now, I'm not going to say this is a happy story because it is a bummer, but I think it's really interesting to see how this technology is being used. So, so far this year, there have been 730 more wildfires in California than last year, um, but triple the surface area has burned. Um, It's, you know, hot weather. There's been a lot of lightning storms, dry winds. And so planners are actually using AI software to model areas where there might be a fire so that they can assess risk even better. Um, And this has helped CAL FIRE, which is one of the Um, California's firefighting agency, they've been able to hold 95% of blazes to 10 acres or less. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, so far this year, um, they've held 96.5% of fires below 10 acres, which is awesome. If these things get out of control, they can burn up so, so much land. And federal firefighters are actually doing the same stuff with AI technology. They are tracking how much dry vegetation there is in certain areas. And so then they can plan to send out crews and equipment ahead of lightning storms or in areas where people gather during holidays because, sadly, people start a lot of fires. Nobody's listened to Smokey the Bear, right? So there used to be these fire lookout towers where they were staffed by humans. Those have largely been replaced by cameras, uh, especially in remote areas where you just can't have people all the time. There are about 800 of those across California, Nevada, and Oregon. So you can watch these. Um, there are streams where you can watch wildfires in real time uh, if you log onto these cameras, which is one of those like sad but fascinating, you know, kind of just seeing what it looks like. So uh, good luck to, you know, these heroes who are fighting some really scary stuff and hopefully this tech can help them. Yeah, right. terrible that it's getting worse, but nice that they have all this newer technology that can at least help. In the end, it'll probably save a lot of money as well. Right. That you don't have to have people out there. That's true. And keep people safer because, you know, firefighters can get caught in the fire. If it's a drone, a lot Mm -hmm. less big of a deal. If you'd like to comment about the podcast, good or bad, mostly good, send us an email to podcasts at commando.com. Again, that's podcasts at commando.com. On behalf of Kim, Ben, Allie, I'm Mike. We'll see you next time. And for the latest digital news and articles anytime, go to commando.com with a K. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.